If you want to make your dream become reality, the people that are running after that dream know they're going to have hard times. They keep on running because they're saying within themselves, I'm the one, I'm the one. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host. And guess what? Today is Sunday Sermon, so I leave out at least one F-bomb in honor of Sunday. But that doesn't change the fact that we are here to talk about important things. And if you're listening to Sunday Sermon, you're listening to the rest of the podcast as well. So I'm going to spare you all the, you know, refer a friend shit. If you don't know how to do that by now, there's no hope for you in this program. Uh, Appreciate you listening, but... Um, you guys know what we do and why we do it, and I'm not going to cover that. I'm just going to get right into what I want to talk about this Sunday. Um, a lot of you guys, you know, you use Sunday as a day to reflect and improve and try to get better and get your mind right for the upcoming week. And a lot of you guys go to church. Um, you have your little organizations you go to. You spend time with family. And guys, that's great. Uh, my hope And our hope with Sunday Sermon is to get you thinking along the lines of how you're going to be better, not just for this week coming up, but forever. These are useful tools that you can come back to over and over again. And what I want to talk to you guys about today is something I've been noticing, um, not just over this past week, but over the course of, you know, the last five or six years as social media has become more and more and more of our lives, um, And like a lot of you guys, you know, sometimes I get sucked into social media and I waste too much time on the internet when I could be doing more productive things. Uh, And like a lot of you guys, I come across things that make me think, what in the actual fuck? And I'm sure you can relate, okay? This culture that we're living in here is insane. Like literally, society has become one huge insane asylum and it seems like it's the lunatics that are running the place. And you know... You don't have to spend too much time online before you see that people aren't just insane, they are insanely angry. And before you say, hey Andy, you know, I listen to you a lot, don't be a hypocrite, you're pretty angry, Uh, let me tell you something. First of all, yeah, I do get angry, and sometimes I do lose my temper, but the most of the time what you perceive as anger is actually intensity, okay? And the second thing is this, there's something you should know. In my view, there's two types of anger, all right? The first anger is based on actual injustice, okay? If you come home and you found your spouse in bed with somebody else, are you going to be angry? Fuck yeah, you're going to be angry because it's justified. In fact, that's why our laws say that if a dude comes home and finds his wife banging his best friend and he ends up killing the dude, he could sometimes get charged with manslaughter instead of first-degree murder, all right? And that's because the laws here in America recognize that sometimes people do bad things when they are in a fit of rage, and they say that sometimes it's understandable why we're so angry. And when you hear me on the podcast or see me on social media and you think I'm angry, first of all, ask yourself if I'm just being intense because I care But more so, if I am angry, I'm angry because people are buying into lies. They are believing that they can do nothing and accomplish everything. Or worse, they believe that they 
are nothing and they can't do anything with their lives, all right? We have these two huge extremes. They think that because they were born poor or grew up with shitty parents or aren't naturally talented or gifted, that there's no hope for them to really live a remarkable life and accomplished super remarkable things, okay? And I know for a fact, and you should too, that that is a lie, all right? I know it's a lie that too many people believe, and it hurts them and keeps them from becoming who they were meant to be. It keeps them from living a life they were meant to be. It keeps them from impacting people the way they were meant to impact people, and most importantly, it keeps them from being fulfilled, all right? And yeah, that makes me fucking angry, Okay, I hate when things go to waste. I hate when I see people waste their potential or waste their lives. Whenever someone's life is wasted, it's a complete injustice, not only to them, but to everybody that depends on them or looks at them and is surrounded by them. Okay, so yes, that anger is justified, but there's the other type of anger that comes from being offended, okay? And that's the second type of anger I want to talk about. Have you ever looked up the definition of offended? Because what it really means is being resentful or being annoyed, hurt, or wounded. And I think the key word there is resentful, okay? So many people are angry and offended in our culture because they are resentful. They look at something out in the world and they say, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for them, I could be happy. I could be satisfied. I could have a great life if it wasn't for X, okay? You have the far left liberal, uh, you know, crazy motherfuckers out there saying, impeach Trump. He's a fucking source of everything wrong in America. Get rid of him and then America will finally be great. And then on the other side, you have the fucking crazy right wing fucking motherfuckers who are saying, you know what? Fuck Obama. He's the root of all evil. Everything in America was great until he came along. And dude, neither one of those people are true. Okay, it doesn't matter who we're talking about. It seems like half the society that we have in this country resents the other half, no matter what. Okay, conservative Christian preachers, they say, oh, well, if those gay people would just go away, God would bless America and America would be great. Gay people say if they could just censor the quote unquote hate speech of those conservative preachers, then life in America would be all rainbows and fuzzy fluffy shit right? Like that's, that's what we have going on in this country. And that's the problem with this country right now. The social justice warriors are resentful of the capitalists and the entrepreneurs. The capitalists and entrepreneurs think that social justice warriors should stop protesting, get a job and become contributing members of society. And guess what? That's what I fucking think too. But that's regardless of the point. The bottom line is this. Everybody is angry because everybody is resentful. Because everybody thinks that someone or something else is the problem with society. And I was explaining this uh, and kind of having a a conversation with Vaughn about this. By the way, he's out of town, which is why he's not on this Sunday sermon. Uh, He usually will be. But I was talking with him about it, and he told me a really cool story, okay? There was a famous English author named G.K. Chesterton who lived in the early 1900s. And one day, the editor of the London Times, one of the biggest newspapers in the world, sent a letter to a bunch of famous authors and journalists across the country. And he asked them to reply to this one simple question. What's wrong with the world today? And this is such a cool story, because Chesterton wrote back a letter to the editor, and it only had seven words. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, Dear Sir, I am. Sincerely, G.K. Chesterton. 
You know what? I fucking love that because that is what's wrong with the world. I am what's wrong with the world. And that's the attitude that all of us have to take. Nobody else is the problem. I'm the problem. And once we recognize that, we can start working to fix the problem. Instead of resenting God for things that have happened to us, we can ask him to help us become what we want to be and do what we want to do. You don't have to be uh, super religious to pray. And what the fuck is it going to do to hurt to get up every morning and take three seconds and say, God, I don't want to be a part of the problem. I need your help. Make me strong so I can help find the solution. That doesn't take a whole lot, regardless of what denomination you might be. All right? Wrap it in with your gratitude of brushing the teeth. It makes a big difference. Instead of resenting other people and seeing them as the problem, try to become the solution to their problems. And what's going to happen is I guarantee you that you will attract people who are going to help you find solutions to real problems you face in your own life. Okay? And instead of resenting yourself, do everything you can to help yourself. Okay, when you say I am the problem, I don't mean we should beat ourselves up. I mean that we should be honest with ourselves and hold ourselves accountable and then act to help ourselves become what we can be and what we're meant to be. Guys, this isn't a motivational message. This is a moral message. Pointing your finger at yourself instead of pointing your finger at everything else and every other situation, every other person is the right thing to do. Holding yourself personally responsible for what's wrong with society and the world is an issue of character, okay? And by the way, that doesn't mean that some things in society aren't genuinely fucked up because they are. There are some people in the world who are doing things that are morally wrong and are straight up evil. And sometimes we do need to step up and say something or do something about that. But just imagine this. Imagine how many of the problems of society and the world could be solved if ultimately each one of us said, what's wrong with the world today? And answered with I am.